0: this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. Today, I'm outside in the rain. I'm in the truck, and I'm watching the water beat up on the windshield and the side windows, and I'm in a parking lot. Why? Well, it's flu and cold season, and my daughter is kind of sick. Well, actually, she's really sick, so she's inside going to the doctor. But while I'm out here, all I can think of is what I want to do when I get home. You know, it's, it's chilly, it's November, and what better day to make a nice, warm, wholesome soup than a cold, rainy day, especially when you're getting over something. But tonight I'm not making any chicken soup. Tonight we're going to go vegan, not because we have to, but because I kind of want to. I have some root vegetables at the house, and it's a good day to try to use them up. So I'm guessing we're going to share that today. So open up your big book of stuff because today we're going to do a vegetarian and probably vegan recipe to make the whole heart feel better. Also, if you've been listening to the episodes for the year, you probably have one of the hard to find ingredients I'm going to use tonight. And if you don't, it's okay to substitute. Let's get started. For this recipe this evening, I'm going to need you to take out your bottle of oil that you made earlier in the year out of ramps. You may not have though, you may not have had a chance to make ramp oil. And if you didn't, that's absolutely fine. You can substitute shallot oil or garlic garlic oil. It won't be the same, but it'll be close. And it gives that lovely um, extra flavor that you want. And again, it's not gonna taste the same way as a ramp would be, but it'll be nice and you're gonna use that as the basis to saute what we're making this evening. So you're going to assemble some ingredients. If you have any root vegetables around, this is the time to take them out, scrub them up really well, rinse them really well, and prepare them how you normally would for soup. Some of you dice your vegetables very small, some of you actually just like to cut them into chunks. It's really according to your taste. Also, get all of your spices in a row. Another thing that you can add to this, and you absolutely don't have to, but if you have some mushrooms, this would be something really good to add to the soup, as well as some spinach if you have it. If you don't have spinach, you could add kale, but it's a bit harsh for this recipe, so I'm asking you not to. In addition to that, maybe some chopped garlic. If you you have garlic oil, it's going to be very garlicky. Um, If you have shallots, chop some of those up. Those are really good. Not so much with the spring onions, though. I'm not really feeling that in the soup. It just does something. um, You'll notice if you try it that way, it changes the character of the soup. And you can also add a bit of ginger, which also is a root, by the way. So it keeps us on theme. Um, You don't need a lot of prep for this. Most of the prep is chopping itself. But two things I want you to remember, and that is there is no right or wrong way to make this. You just have to take your time. Now, here's the secret ingredient, which is why I'm saying it's vegetarian, but not necessarily vegan, but it could be vegan. If you want to thicken it naturally, you can take some old stale bread like pumpernickel or wheat, and you could sog it up, you know, soak it really well, and then add it to the soup to give it a little bit more body if you want. This works especially well if you don't use cornstarch in your regular everyday cooking. Uh, but if you don't, that's fine. And the reason I'm saying it changes it from vegan to vegetarian is because some people use um, eggs in their bread and some people don't. So that would be the difference. Another thing you can add to this is nuts. You can add uh, roasted nuts. You don't want anything harsh, though. So maybe something that has a neutral tone, like a bit of uh, a filbert, or maybe even, please don't put peanuts in here, uh, unless you know everybody's not allergic to peanuts, who's gonna consume it. And it'll also change the nature of the taste of the soup. But you could definitely add something along the line of uh, walnut if you like that flavor as well. And if you have been collecting almonds, uh, you could use that, but again, it changes the flavor of the soup. So use something that's a soft, not like a, a pecan, or you know something that will take on the flavor of what you're making, and chop it up really, really well, and roast it in the pan before we go to the next step, if you're going to add it. Once you've got all these together, mince your garlic or chop your shallots really finely, and then what you're going to do is saute that in the ramp oil on a low, low heat, along with the mushrooms if you're using them, until everything becomes fragrant. After doing that, add a little bit of the spinach if you have it. Um, If you can only get frozen spinach, that's fine. Let it become room temperature before you use it, uh use your own judgment don't use a whole package maybe i want to say a quarter or a half at most then you're going to add that while you're sauteing toward the very end um if you want onions in here you can add the onions at the beginning but you don't have to have onions you don't have to have onions in everything uh once this has got a really good smell and you know the garlic is cooked and you smell the scent of it if you're using it, or the shallots have become translucent, and you've got the nuts in there and the spinach, and you've got the mushrooms, and everything is smelling great, reduce your heat and set it to the side. Now, while all that was going on, you've got a choice to make. While you're doing all this sauteing, You can also choose later on to saute your your chopped vegetables. It's up to you. Or you can choose to roast them in the oven before you decide you're going to actually add them to the soup. It's two different sets of flavors there, so choose wisely. You can also add squash to this, even though it's primarily a root vegetable soup. But there's nothing wrong with adding a little um, squash or maybe even even a sweet potato if you choose to. Again, though, it changes the flavor and nature of the dish. Also, this is the time... Once everything's roasted and ready to go, you're going to get your soup pot together. So if you are adding crusts of bread or old bread that's been soaked in water, now it's time to get it together and get your pot going. Please do not add more than one slice of soaked bread to um, two cups of water or else it'll be too thick and it won't taste very good. Now personally, I like to add a little bit of vegetable bouillon when I'm cooking, uh, any kind of soup, unless it's a specific, specific flavor. I like that vegetable bouillon because it brings everything to life. But there's something else you can add too, and that's black garlic. Uh, you can grind that down and add it to your soup for additional flavor. It's up to you. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just pointing out that it's a good addition. Also, for a soup like this, some nice, distinctive spices are coming in. Maybe some summer savory and some winter savory. I'm not a giant fan of cilantro. I can eat it. It's just not my thing. But I definitely would recommend something along the line of like, maybe the tiniest bit of lovage to give it that extra oomph. Um, It's up to you, though, because you know your flavor. Uh, You know what's going on. Just understand that certain roots tend to take over. Um, a pot of soup so if you're adding turnips be very careful they tend to steal the show and you will know that turnips are in there but every one of the vegetables should be able to be pronounced and you have those different flavors melding together without losing their distinction and don't be afraid of parsnips parsnips are good This is a personal taste. Some people like tomatoes, some people not so much. This is a good time to add tomatoes if you want to get that kind of sauce going inside that, you know, that base of the soup. Personally, I don't think I really would have a place for it. It's not my bag, but... My mom, who raised me, used to make a wonderful garden vegetable soup, so there's that. It's, it's up to you what you want to do. If you add okra to your soup, understand it'll have a different consistency, and the seeds themselves will sometimes get into the teeth of people who may be wearing uh, dentures or have cavities, so keep that in mind that if you do that, cook it a good long time to make sure everything's soft. Also cook the soup a very long time. Give it some time to really come together, at least an hour, so that everything gets stewed properly. Right now, you're at the point where you assemble everything together. Pour the oil into the pot. Like seriously, if you didn't saute everything in the soup pot itself, now's the time to pour it into the pot. A really good uh, crock pot would be good if you're doing this over time, but a Dutch oven is, is really useful too. Everything goes in. Uh, coat everything in the oil. Um, if there's water in there from the from the bread, mix everything together. Make sure that you've boiled that bread down to where it's just you know a milky looking water too. And then mix everything together and add a couple of more. Uh, I want to say at least four cups of water, depending on how many vegetables you have. Maybe even six. It really depends on how many people you're feeding. And then cover it up and let it simmer away for about an hour. If it's a long soup, a long time to go, as far as when their guests are coming, it won't hurt it to simmer even longer. now that you've got your soup going it's been at least an hour season it to taste if you need a little bit more flavor this is the time before you serve that you add something just remember when it comes to salt you can always add more salt you can't take it back out so don't overdo it stir it stir love into it Stir heart into it if you want a little bit of extra color um, look and see if you have a browning sauce. Make sure your browning sauce doesn't have meat in it if this is a vegan meal. And just enjoy. Really just enjoy it. Make it something that you savor. You do not have to serve it with anything else. It can stand on its own. And I wish you a good, hearty meal. I love sharing recipes with my friends. We're friends, right? And... This particular soup is going to be something that's a budget saver because, b- believe it or not, roots can last a while in your refrigerator, especially if you blench them and freeze them. So this is the way to go. This is one of those things that is really going to help. If you have a potato laying around, it can also bring the whole thing together. Did you know you can make mashed turnips just like you can make mashed potatoes and you can add them into soup to thicken things up? Just like cornstarch. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you to make it happen and make it wholesome for your family. Just like anything else, make time for quality. And I look forward to seeing you here next time on my Magical cottage core Life.